0: Welcome everybody to the Energy News Beat Daily Standup. My name's Stu Turley, and I'm here filling in for Michael. He's out being a uh, like a lazy kind of bum that he is. I'm just kidding. We never let him out of the out of the zoo here so hey thank you for stopping by we have got a lot of stories to talk about today and it has been just crazy at the news desk uh this is actually going to be friday morning the 20th when this airs i'm filming this at about 601 on the 19th and uh, we're going to actually have a great discussion this morning there's several key things going on around the world oil is slightly up a little bit The wind industry has been so successful, it's its own problem. That's a good one. UK could save billions of dollars, even if they go 100% renewable. Uh, There's even a report on it. You're going to have some fun with this one. And then Saudi Arabia says they're opening to open to settling currency for oil in any currency. This is really a follow on to BRICS, BRICS plus and the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. And we'll cover that here in just a minute. But first. I uh, would like to let everybody know that we have our own sub- Substack out there now. It's called the Energy Newsbeat at Substack.com. Come by and uh, listen to all of our uh, shows there. We'll pick one good article every day that's the top of it. We'll have other podcasts that I do the interviews on there. So lots and lots of good stuff on our uh, Energy NewsBeat Substack. Okay. Oil up slightly, but bearish ahead of U.S. data. Now let's take a look at this. Oil was Brent futures were up ninety four cents to eighty five forty eight a barrel, and WTI was up one point oh nine percent to eighty to eighty dollars and eleven cents today. Profit taking might also be a reason that pressed on the oil prices ahead of the U.S. majors is what they were talking about in this article from Reuters. I'll tell you, uh, everybody. I don't even have any idea how anybody can price anything anymore. Everybody is saying China coming out, growing, growing, demand is growing. But then with the Chinese New Year and not as much traveling is going on, it's really hard to put a demand number anywhere. The only number that I know is there's less money to drill and there's less commitment to drill. The other piece of this puzzle is you've got Saudi Aramco, excuse me, Saudi Arabia, India, China. Everybody's negotiating into different currencies. I'll cover that in just a minute here in a different story. So, also, uh, distillate stockpiles, uh, including diesel, fell by 1.8 million barrels, with only a uh, expectations for a 120,000 barrel increase. Wow. That's a big change. So I'm wondering how much that's going to impact uh, gas at the pump. So let's roll over to that. I was kind of teasing that up here on the next one. Saudi, The article from Bloomberg uh, really is a good article. It says, Saudi Arabia says, open to settling trade in other currencies, another blow to the U.S. dollar. This, to me, is absolutely something that is a self inflicted gunshot wound to the foot the united states would not have to be doing this but it is our uh leadership that is actually pulling the trigger on this one uh, is one of the key articles or key quotes in here was i don't think we're having any uh a way or ruling about we're not waving any way or ruling out any discussion that will help improve the trade around the world they're open to doing anything they can in order to maintain control over the oil price. With BRICS and BRICS Plus coming into play, Russia has done a great job going out and uh, bypassing sanctions, has increased his revenues from his energy exports. People are figuring out how to get around sanctions. Now, Getting rid of the dollar as the oil standard—that's a whole nother discussion uh, on that. It's going to be pretty tough. Uh, the minister there's another big thing in here. Says we're providing even oil and uh, derivatives to support their energy needs. So there's a lot of efforts, but we want this to be can uh, can conducted they are doing the almost the china bricks and roads issues going out and they're then going out with oil and working with other countries on this it's actually brilliant for saudi arabia my hat is off to them for taking care of themselves first so uh let's go to the uk (laughs) i got kind of tickled at this one and let me get to that article here it it was kind of funny The UK, the title of the article is uh, UK could save over a a billion pounds by focusing on 100% renewables report claims. What do you think? Well, you have to get in here and the report is kind of uh, not actually who you think it was. Uh, It was actually made by... 100%RenewableUK.org, it was who generated the report. And if you go through and take a look, I've put the report on a download link on the article, and... It's worth your time to laugh. I mean, to really take a look at this. Again, renewables are needed. Nuclear is needed. And let's go through some of this kind of data in here. We are not going to get rid of oil and gas anytime soon. I was on a podcast recording yesterday with Don uh, Deers, Great author. He's uh, ninety years old. He was in the Korean War. Um, the they're going through production on that, and it'll go uh, be that podcast will be released. Uh, I think uh, Monday or Tuesday. But he was giving me some wonderful statistics that he had really come through. I have a crayon, and he actually had a calculator. So there's a big difference there. So. Let's go through the report, and then I'll let you know what Don was saying. Converted by Aberdeen University's David Tope, he is a specialist in energy politics. It involved hour-by-hour simulations. So when you sit back, they want to take a look at, let me get some quotes in here. They want to remove all money from nuclear, all money from anything, any form oil, gas, anything except put it into wind, solar, and storage. That's not going to save you any money. And it's not going to get the price for electricity per kilowatt per hour to the consumers in the UK. In fact, it's going to do the exact opposite. Now, let's say that you do want to get rid of all oil and gas in the UK. You want to get rid of everything and you want to go to 100% renewables. Let's just take some stats from the U.S. If we are going to go in the next eight years to net zero, it will take 978,000 windmills is what they're projecting to get to that generation point over the next eight years. We've never been able to do that. That would be unbelievable. We could not even make that many. There's not enough critical minerals out there. So when you talk about going 100% wind and solar and storage, it can't happen. All it's doing is making fools of anybody writing that report. So If you are listening to this, please, I also put in here, schedule a time with me. I want to hear your side of it, and let's get you on my podcast so that we can talk about this. I want to know all the facts for wind, solar, anything else, and then let me know your thoughts. If you're pro oil and gas, love to talk to you about all that. Let me know. Okay, coming around the corner this article really kind of fell right on in with that. The wind industry's success has become its biggest threat. The head of one of the world's biggest developers of renewable energy, Denmark's uh, Orsted, worries that the energy transition could see a slowdown as rising um, completion and interest rates squeeze returns and up in the case for investment. Not sure I really understood uh how this was uh going along, but it says it state it if it states around the world if energy prices can only go down, it will be a race to the bottom. Eventually, capital will run out. People are not wanting to invest anymore into projects that will ultimately turn around and raise prices to the consumers. So this article is saying that renewables have been so successful because they're low cost that we should continue to do them. This is systemic of what I'm saying is that everybody's writing uh, articles that renewables are cheaper, anything but cheaper. So. With that, uh, we're going to go ahead and let you guys get out of here. And uh, even though Michael was saying I was out wandering around Davos uh, talking to some uh, folks out there, fortunately, I wasn't. I have no desire to talk to them. So have a great day and look forward to seeing you on Sunday when I talk more about Michael. Have a great day. Talk to you all soon.